Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer Extra, extra, read the poster The KKP is taking over Sleeping on me, better smell the Folgers I've been razor sharp since the Motorola Off the O, like the cover over Popping bottles, get all in the sofa It's a celebration, though the times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge But it's a celebration, times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge We're living in a chaotic culture We're living in a chaotic culture started with this episode ladies and gentlemen i just gotta give a shout out to my my guests here man because they just had me laughing before we even got started so um we we gonna say some of the stuff that we laughed about but i had to throw that out there if it seems like i'm in a really good mood it's because these guys right here definitely put me in a good mood uh to get started so uh good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another edition of the chaotic culture podcast the pod where chaos rules and black culture is embraced and elevated uh this podcast will deep dive into modern black culture and how millennials and gen z can navigate the crazy parts from finances music black business highlights home ownership hbcu sports black nerddom anime we cover all that and everything in between Live from the 7-5, I am the host and creator of the Chaotic Coach Podcast, your boy Ked the Pro, a.k.a. the Calculator Millennial, a.k.a. the Cutlass Diamond, a.k.a. Patty's favorite toxic adjacent king, a.k.a. don't be pushing on my buttons in my cutlass unless you're cutting, a.k.a. your favorite Shadow Realm consultant. The A43 is me, but VA is where I stay. Always chaotic, never toxic, most of the time. Uh, here again, once again, for another episode here uh in a pretty good mood today today was really really well but we're gonna get into that in a, a little bit um so today i have some special guests with me um just a little bit of a backstory here um the first time that i i met one of our guests here is um harkins hall <laughs> my hu days uh this this gentleman was one of the uh, ras as i was coming into the school uh i learned a lot from him uh and learned a lot throughout my my days into my freshman dorm uh needless to say uh we've been we've been pretty cool ever since uh every now and again throughout our facebook days we would always uh get into discussions quote unquote uh about his duke blue devils and about my uh, unc tar heels but <laughs> most of the time man, every time we uh we we got together it was always uh, a good time uh always had great moments with my guy um you know he definitely helped me navigate college a little better as uh, i matriculated uh at Hampton university so um i gotta give an introduction to my boy uh, malcolm revere aka brother x of the truth and transparency podcast y'all have heard me talk about them 
multiple times on my podcast. So now we finally got them in the building. So uh, go ahead, Malcolm. Say what's up, man. All right, man. I'm going to treat you like I'm a guest pastor. I ain't going to be before you long, but for a little bit of time. I appreciate you running my my, my stat line, uh, my my Hall of Fame credentials. Um, But no, in all serious, man, it's it's Brother X, man. Coming to you live from the Truth of Transparency podcast, we bring you greetings and um, on our beloved <laughs> podcasting <laughs> platform. Um, just like shout out to to my boy, man. Um, man, dog, it's been now that I think about it, it's been almost it's been ten years plus of knowing each other, man. If I think about it correctly, roughly. yeah, man. Um, man, two thousand because you came oh so. nine. Yeah, so is it thirteen years now? That it's twenty twenty two, just about twelve and a half. Yeah, man. Wow, that, that, it's crazy, man. Time's flying by, but um, thank you so much for having us on podcast. Um, I promise, if my mama listening or anybody else listening, um, or um, my co-host listening because she couldn't be with us, um, I promise I won't show my whole ass. I'll be a half ass sometimes. <laughs> but um, thank you for having me on the show, man. Hey, man, a pleasure having you. Pleasure having you. Uh, gotta uh bring in the other guests here from the Truth of Transparency podcast. Um. Uh, go, I'll let him go ahead and introduce himself to everybody here. Also a fellow Hamptonian as well. Go yes. ahead and introduce yourself, Mr. Smith. Thank you very much. Number one, I got to shout both of y'all out because y'all rep the freshman dorm. Hamp- uh, Harkness Hall, HH2 Smooth. Uh, it's your, it fa- <laughs> it's your favorite, fa- favorite fed, Mr. Smith, also known as a soundbite poppy. And I'm just happy to be here and be in this good conversation with these two fellow Hamptonians. Word, oh, word, word, man. Hold on real quick. What you don't know is this man is a man of many nicknames. Oh, my man is a.k.a. Doug Dimadone. He is Fivers Goes West. He is Michael Blackson's long distant cousin. Ah, damn. My man got a hairline like Michael Smith and can headbutt like Tory Lane. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm about to say, say, Mark, you thought I wasn't going to get you on someone else's show? What? I couldn't get one. You couldn't let one go, huh? Oh no, I still got some in the chat. If you want, oh no, no, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Man, say everybody gets one. (laughs) He had to get. He had to get his one in there. Okay. Dang, I thought I was the one that had the multiple nicknames on this podcast, but all right, cool, cool, cool. So, um, with that, we usually. Uh, introduce this podcast by first asking how's everybody's mental health, making sure that everybody is in good shape, regardless whether it's physically, mentally, they got something going on at their job that they're working on or trying to get out of their job, whatever is on their mind at the moment that may be affecting their mental health, whether positively or negatively. We always speak on those things. So first and foremost, how is everybody? Well, um, I, I, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Um, but not in all honesty, man. Um, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a, I'm in a better headspace, man. Um, I was blessed to come, uh, to be able to get out of my second round with, um, the, uh, Corona. Um, we, we were, we had a, we was, we was courting for a little bit, but I, I decided to break things off. Um, so I'm in a better headspace because of that. I finally been able to get back to work in the new year. Cause I've been out since new year's Eve, being able to work, um, but I'm just blessed to be able to be here I'm amongst black men, be able to fellowship and have good, funny, but um, insightful conversation, man. So I'm, I'm good. OK, that's always a good thing to hear, man. And and of course, we appreciate that you were able to uh, 
come through with the, that second line of Corona. Yeah, leave, leave her behind, man. You you got a, you got a, a, a an upcoming wife that you got to take care of, man. Don't 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 let Corona interrupt that. Nah, 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 nah. We 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 can't go steady, man. I, I can't have a girlfriend that got a girlfriend. It don't yeah, work like yeah, that. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. And, and uh Mr. Smith, man, how how's everything been going for you? For me, it's like kind of I'm on both sides. Like I had, I mean, you have your good days, you have your bad days. I mean, obviously, you know, my brother here, brother X, him going through with COVID, hearing about hearing it hitting closer to home. So like my anxiety is starting to pick up a little bit more, like it did a year and a half ago. But also kind of taken into what shout out to therapy and shout out to the little side projects that I'm doing to keep my mind away from the craziness that's the world. I'm doing all right. I'm trying to, you know, coast through and at least start 2022 off better than the last two years, hopefully. Hey, man, I 100% feel that. Uh, so that's good to hear that everybody is at least in a good headspace here. Um, for me personally, I'm okay. You know, uh, I've been in worse situations, I will say. Um, the new year has kind of started off not bad. You know, it's, it's kind of in the middle. It, it, things happen, you know, and sometimes seasonal depression can get to you, especially because it's cold up here. And I'm like, hmm, OK. And then on top of that, with the again, the spreading of the Omicron Percy I-8 variant, you are kind of at least for me. It's like, dang, I really wanted to go here. And now I'm hesitant to to go to certain places, whether it's even out to sit down at a bar again. Um, So my anxiety has kind of picked up a little bit on that. But um, I'm still trying to remain calm and trying to keep my head uh, focused and also just investing my time in, you know, maintaining good health. And of course, this podcast. So uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, everybody is been has been doing well. Uh, so with that, um, I'm going to get into just a couple of questions uh, for you guys as far as the, your podcast itself. Um, the the one thing that I really wanted to start off with was how did Truth and Transparency start? Like what blossomed the idea for you guys to, you know, do this podcast? Well, um, it was a long time ago, um, way back, back in time. No, all right, I'm going to stop bullshit. Um, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the concept of the podcast, it, it came out of a very simple, um, simple, simple uh, get together. So basically, I, it, myself and a lot of my friends both here, um, I'm, lo- I'm located in North Carolina. We used to have, we have a fire pit at our house and we used to have some of the most dope two in the morning conversations about just life. Uh, the culture, television, music, um, relationships, uh, work, everything in between. And for, for myself, it was one of the things where I wanted to sit back and I'm like, yo, this would be really dope to take these conversations from our perspective and put it in the podcasting form. Because before that, I, I have and I'm a self-proclaimed um, podcast junkie. I love everything from cereal to um, the nod to everything in between. A lot of bunch of different podcasts. Also, shout out to the Minority Trailblazer podcast is another really dope one. Um, but it was just one of those things where I was like, I wanted to give my take. And it was a passion project that grew into a fellowship that has taken our conversations and friendships that we have in so many different directions because well, I was a one man show for a minute with myself and my fiance, the coach of scientists. Um, but then I think we started using a plat- platform of Zoom and other ways to do Zoom calls right around when the 
Panorama at the Disco um, started. And we brought in um, Mr. Smith to, um, to be our sound engineer. And I'll let him kind of share his, his take on it. Um, yeah, so when he was doing the show, I saw kind of how he was hosting and then bringing the material up. And it's a lot for anybody, anybody behind the scenes. It's a lot to do all that all at the same time. And so, you know, as a big brother, we all went to Hampton, you know, brothers unite. If you need something, you get them. So I was like, hey, do you need help? Let me know what you let me know what I can do. I think within the first episode of me helping him, he was like, yep, you're my sound engineer and you're my sound engineer for life. You can't go anywhere. You have a lifelong contract. And they've said this at least six times. So I'm like, I guess I really can't go anywhere. But the conversations that we went up to regarding it could be anything from Black history to March Madness of best 90s, uh, you know, movies or something like that. But just to be able to have that moment that for however long the time is, you can it's almost similar to being on campus where you just had those conversations where you just chilling back in the student center, just talking shit. Nah, that's really real. Uh, that reminds me of all those conversations that we had in the student center and all the time that we spent <laughs> in the game room. Um, whether it was getting my ass kicked in pool or playing pool or just, um, yeah, th- those, those are some really good memories, man. And, and I, and I cherish those memories in Hampton, you know, I spent six years at Hampton getting two degrees and, and those six years went by in a heartbeat. So I'm just sitting here like, damn, yo, we really, really had some memorable moments there. Um, I, I will say, that the the way that you guys have you know cultivated this podcast is nothing short of amazing and i'm glad that you were able to find a, a sound engineer malcolm to to you know help you guys out because you know uh trying to do all of this as long, alone is you know it's a it's a really big deal and that's why I, that's what i'm working on is making sure that i can expand the podcast to where you know we can the three of us who are together right now can uh, continue expanding and making sure that everything is in its right order. But um, still, I'm glad to hear that everything has uh, come into fruition. So um, with that being said, as far as um, the, the, the podcast itself, what are some of you guys' favorite episodes or favorite segments or just favorite things about the podcast in general? (laughs) Um. So there's one, I think it was the Karen Demick, where we took an episode to actually talk about both. It was back around the time when um, BET made the really dumb decision to um, uh, broadcast or put out promotion for a Karen-based um, movie. And it was like just kind of talking about that and just discussing um, that topic and all those things. Um, you have other episodes like our March Madness episodes where we literally did um, March Madness with um, – uh, 90s uh, well, 90s uh, songs, uh, uh, HBCU anthems. Um, but in particular, the ones that are probably most near and dear to me are probably some of our bonus episodes. Um, one that just came out last year, right around my birthday, was for the listeners who don't know, I was born on September 11th, and I took the time with uh, Mr. Smith during my birthday this, uh, this past year to actually sit down and actually put to wax all of my feelings and my very interesting and unique relationship with my birthday ever since when that tragic event happened to how I'm actually able to celebrate it now and find peace and find actual joy and like doing things for my birthday. Um, That and just what we have our friends on because our conversations wouldn't wouldn't be nearly as funny if we didn't have our guests on. 
Um, shout out to Kelsey, um, Queen C, uh, of course, the coach of science, just co-hosting, but we had all of our friends there and it really just, it was very therapeutic. It was like, um, it's kind of like the wind down, like with that on Insecure, where we just kind of just all got together. We talked about some craziness on social media and we just shot, shoot the shit. Okay. Um, for me, there's two that stand out to me. Episode 25, where I think this was back in June of last year, or maybe a little bit before, maybe May. Uh, T-Pain was uh, streaming the new Call of Duty. And the, there was like some white people on there that was calling him the N-word. And mind you, this is like the beta. Like, no one even has the game yet. This man goes off in Mercs everybody and i i remember just going on a rant and brother x just was like oh, i'm gonna tee this up because i know he's got some stuff to say but the t- top moment is episode 27 and that is because brother x decides to share about be vulnerable with his listeners about um his surgery uh to just you know just some, some minor surgery nothing too crazy and the fact that our shout out to Kelsey, he, he's he's he makes my job so much fun. But uh, at one point, you know, Brother X had to get a shot in his back uh, for, to numb, you know, just to make sure that everything is going clear. And Kelsey said, "Those are not the type of back shots that I'm accustomed hey, to." And yo. I tell you, I fell out laughing, editing it, laughing it. I just was like, "What is?" happening right now there so you, go. <laughs> you gotta understand like there are so many times where i will literally you hear me in the background if you listen just enough you hear me in the background when my friends are going off i'm like i'm not respected on my own podcast At my all. friends do not love me i i can't i invite my friends on this is how they treat treat me but it's it's all in love it's all jokes it's all hilariousness um and the sound bites that we have been able to get Oh my God! There is one soundbite. Uh, we were talking about, and and we can move on from that after this. But it was like we were talking about the story when um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis came out about talking about how they didn't and they didn't have their children take showers or baths regularly. Mm, I remember that. And sure. it's it. We went on a tangent. And shout out to Kelsey again. He literally made the statement because um, he is very comfortable in who he is and what he wants and what he desires so he's going to live his life but he made sure he told everyone on the podcast anyone is listening is one thing about him first he's a hoe mm. secondly he's a clean hoe and thirdly and he's a classy hoe h-e-a-u-x classy <laughs> thank thank you and it's just those those moments where you just oh my goodness uh we could go on for days because like there's so many moments. Um, a great way for listeners, if you want to get a feel for like some of these moments, we had an episode end of the year. It was our end of the year wrap up for 2021, where uh, Mr. Smith took like our top five moments in there, and he just kind of cut it up and he did his thing. Man, I give him credit because it wasn't gonna be me, because they would have gotten five episodes put together if I was the one still editing it. <laughs> mm. But um, it really just kind of gets you a feel for some of the jokes and laughter that we have on the episode. On the podcast. Sheesh, man. First and first and foremost, yeah, I, I respect you guys for being able to tell me like your, your favorite moments and favorite segments of that podcast. Um, that's crazy. I don't know if my friends uh are or at least my pod mates are going to ever out me like that. There were a couple times where I had to uh 
Um, I, and I love my uh, co-host Nasa. I love her to death, but I had to kind of out her on um, not out her more so, but when it came down to, because I don't know if you guys had listened to our uh, Lil Wayne discography episode, but uh, everybody in the building had loved the Carter Four, and I was the only one who was like, "It's mid." So, um, and, and, and <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, okay, I'm, see, I'm glad I got some agreement here. I was like, "Yo, how how?" And and I had to remember that there is a little bit of an age gap there. I'm like, "Okay, well, I kind of get it," but. At the same time, I, I was just clowning the entire episode because and she was just like, do you love me? Why are you attacking me? Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I had to do it because I just did. That was one album that I just did not really care for out of all of his Carters. I'm like, look, I know people can have their opinions about like the Carter five and whatnot. But, uh, you know, the Carter five I thought was OK, just a little long. Uh, Carter four was uh, uh, to me um, anyway. They, I mean, they could have kept it. They could have kept yeah. it. Yeah. I, I would have been fine. If you had a trilogy like most movies, I would have been okay and not needed the other two. That's agreed. Agreed. Agree. Yeah, like one, two, and three are, are phenomenal. Four and five are getting missed depending on who you ask. So, I mean, they they like Michael Jordan on the Wizards. Uh, well, <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, I had heard a rumor that he's coming out with a um, I'm not a human being three and the Carter six and. I don't know how I feel about that, but if they're anything like his last album, Funeral, I mm, I don't know. I know I love I love Weezy, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think at this point, Little Wayne, we love you. You will have one of the greatest mixtape runs that will never be replicated again. Let it go, man. Let it go. Well, <laughs> like, 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 on his head, he needs to let him go. Yeah. Mm, no words, but uh, hey, hey, look. Uh, in all honesty, we we still have to do his mixtapes too, and that's going to be a uh, a challenge just because of how many mixtapes this man dropped. If you go all the way back to his block, the Hot Boys days, like he was dropping mixtapes even then. So it was like, oh boy, we got a challenge ahead of us. But it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. And um, for those who are listening, of course, uh, this will probably that episode will probably be more like maybe. February, March. Uh, so, but I'll, I'll keep you guys tuned in on when that episode drops. So that way either you could participate or at least listen to it. But um, yeah, man, I think some of the, the greatest moments are, are us just talking about uh, some of these uh, artists discography. Uh, we have what's called now our uh, 8701 takes because during the Usher discography, uh, I loved Usher's 8701. I thought it deserved an A and the other two did not. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, it's a hot take. I mean, yeah. I say this not disrespectfully, but not knowing you well enough, this ain't my house. So I'm not gonna put my shoes up on the couch. But um, I'm saying, say what now? They, they say what? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm like, look, whether it, whether you agree that it's s worthy or not, that's one thing. But I'm like, I thought it at least deserved the A because. I liked uh, a lot of the filler that was on the um the album, whereas Law did not and Nasa did not. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm. And unfortunately, during that period, I was overruled, so I had to give it the the B that they requested. So I'm like, so that's why I came up with the grading system to kind of make it a little more fair. So we'll I'll get into that, of course, when we drop another uh discography, which would be Neo's. Which will be after this episode mm. drops. So, okay. uh, we, and, and Neo only has well seven projects that I'm grading. I'm not grading the Christmas album because I don't usually do holiday albums. That's just 
I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's catered to a holiday. I'm not going to sit there and try and grade it. I enjoyed listening to it. I just, I'm just not going to grade it. Uh, so, uh, with that, uh, one of our segments of this podcast is called Lit Mid or Miss. So, we typically talk about a movie that or a TV show that we saw that we either will grade on a scale. If it's lit, that could be anywhere between an eight to a ten. Uh, mid is in this case five to seven and miss would be four and below uh so if there are any movies or any tv shows that you guys have recently seen just talk about it a little bit and tell us what you think of it was it lit was it okay or was it just absolute trash so i'll go first and um the netflix series by kevin hart and wesley snipes i think it's called true story um i'm gonna give it it's like right in between. I would say if it's lit, it's an eight. Okay. It's good. It will catch. It will keep you on your toes because you think you guessed it and then you don't. But some of it, because it's Kevin Hart, like you kind of still look at him as the funny man. So you're expecting the funny, but he's actually serious in this. So it kind of takes a little bit to get used to that. Mm. But overall, I felt that it was good. It was not long. Like the first episode is maybe an hour and afterwards it's 35 minutes. So you're churning through the episode. Before you know it, you might binge watch it one day. You might get to 7 o'clock. Like, oh, crap, I'm going to see the finale. That's, that, it loops you in. So I personally thought that was a good show for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll Brother X. I was about to say, so I, like uh, your, like the whole series, man, I'm an anime junkie, but I'm also, I'm into action. Yes, sir. So it's two of them. So I have, if I may, I have, I have a little bit up on my heart. I want to testify. So okay. first and foremost, I love the Kingsman movies. Um, the Kingsman with um, it's Edgerton, right? I think it's like the the main actor. Um, but basically, all the same, it's like phenomenal. It's kind of like British Secret Service, all this other stuff. They had the third movie, but it's actually a prequel, kind of like the origin story of it. I saw it on Christmas, which tells you how much I've been out lately. But um, it was phenomenal. You, if you are a big fan of that series, it does so many callbacks to the to the first two movies where you're like oh i get where this is and they they weave it in a very organic way so i'll definitely say it's lit um i'm gonna say uh two animes one that i finished to completion which was legends of arcadia it's based off of a video game called league of legends Mm -hmm. that one is a 10 it's like it is a masterpiece to me wait wait, you talk about arcane league of legends Okay, yes, 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 absolute yes. Because it's, it's, it's like, if you took a, if you ever been played, like for our gamers, if you ever played a video game and you played a story mode and you always wanted more and you wanted like a whole universe, literally this show in, eight, I think it's like eight or nine episodes, maybe 10 max, takes and creates, expands a story mode that every gamer would want to see in every video game, but you know that they not, you got to pay more money to get that and you got to get the DLC. It's the whole thing. So that's another little one. And then lastly, um, you know, I got to talk about the most popular anime right now before um, uh, AOT came out is Demon Slayer. Yes, sir. I like I have a man crush on well animated anime. Like 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 you going to get me to fangirl ah! all that. I, I, I need it in my life. So that's pretty lit as well. And then I'm just big into K-dramas. That, that, that's me. I, I am a junkie for it. Like, 
all the subtitles. I'm sure some of them aren't correct, but we're not going to talk about that. But, um, but yeah, man, those are all the things I would really find lit to me right now, man. Okay, okay. Um, definitely shout out to the that last episode of Demon Slayer. I know by the time this episode drops, another one will have dropped. But um, yeah, that that episode with the fight between uh redacted and redacted, and then redacted comes in at the very end. Uh, for those mm, who don't want spoilers, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that sequence, and um, I. I read the manga, though I don't read it like at the pace where I'm finished yet, but I like to like read along just so I can see what the next thing is. Cause I mean, I'm an I'm anime and, and manga head as myself. So I'm just like, okay, I can't wait to see the rest of this fight being animated because it's, it's, it's about to get crazy. So um, I am definitely looking forward to that. I will sing Arcane's praises uh, throughout this entire podcast. Arcane as a video game story j- literally blew me out of the water. Because I, for those who know, know that I love, love Mortal Kombat, but every movie that I've seen that involves Mortal Kombat has been more so disappointing than others. Um, there are certain movies like the original Mortal Kombat movie in 95 that, you know, you kind of love, but at the same time, you know, it's like, you know, it's a bad movie, but you still love it because it's a classic. Um, and then you got the, the sequel after that, which is absolute garbage. Um, and um, then you uh, had what, what, what sequel like that? It doesn't, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't I, exactly. We don't, we don't talk about that movie, uh, <laughs> we don't talk about <laughs> it, it does not exist. So, um, with the uh 20 the, with the 2021 reboot, um, I enjoyed at least the, the fatalities of it, but the story was, uh, it was trash. Um, and then of course, the animated uh movies, which I liked Scorpion's Revenge, and then I watched um Battle of the Realms and was thoroughly disappointed once again. So mm. Needless to say, when I saw Arcane, I was blown out of the water and I completely love that. And I wish more uh, video games would put that into their you know, stories as far as shows, because if you do that, then, you know, your, your audience is going to love it. Like if you just put some tender love and care into these into these storylines, we're going to follow along and we're going to absolutely enjoy it. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog was probably like one of the first video game movies that I had seen in the wild that I actually enjoyed. You know, it wasn't the, the story wasn't crazy, crazy or anything like that. And it wasn't to the level where I think Arcane is. But Sonic the Hedgehog at least was an enjoyable movie that I didn't have to come onto this podcast and trash. So. With that in mind, um, what I saw these uh, this past weekend, um, I finished a uh, Chinese Donghua uh, or their their version of anime called Scissor Seven on Netflix. Um, mm. It was it's pretty good. Uh, I, I definitely will give it a low end lit. It because it it really starts out very hilarious and very uh, satirical, and then as the seasons go along, it starts to get dark and and kind of serious. So I still in, uh, enjoyed watching it. If you have not looked up Scissor Seven, definitely uh, look it up again. Like the first season and uh, the first half of season uh, two are all very like hilarious. But as you get into season three, you start to see the darker elements of this show uh, and you, you'll really appreciate it for what it is. Uh, the next one that I saw was uh, Encanto. Um, I did watch the Disney movie because, I, I mean, I'm still a Disney head here. Um, and I will say that the, the storyline itself was was pretty decent. But the music is what really made that movie what it was like. The music was absolutely phenomenal. And for those who don't know, of course, the music was Lin-Manuel Miranda so if you know who that is 
obviously, you know, as, as crazy as that man is, that man is a genius when it comes to music. So that that made the movie really, really phenomenal. Um, I, I definitely have to give Encanto a nine uh, on the lit scale. It is really enjoyable watch. Um, if you have children, if you have baby cousins, definitely, definitely check it out. If you haven't already, it is streaming on Disney Plus. Um, you will enjoy the story. You will really enjoy the music uh, and overall the plot of the story itself um there are some parts that might be a little upsetting you know it might be triggering depending on your family dynamic but i think overall you will enjoy it and i also appreciate encanto for being able to uh encompass the different shades of hispanic people so that's that is what really stood out to me as well so uh shout out to disney for for that one uh so with that, uh, I am going to uh, do a quick business highlight before I get into the next topic and then our main topic. Uh, so um, real quick, I got a shout out to my girl, um, Naima Iman, uh, the owner and founder of uh, Cream Cosmetics. Um, I have to talk about her really quick just so that you guys can check her out. For those who are in the 757 area, Miss Naima is hosting a quick pop-up brunch Sunday, January 30th. Uh, and I and I had some, uh, just like that, I lost the profile. And I hate when I do that. But let me go ahead and uh, pull her back up so that way I'm able to fully get the details of this pop-up brunch that is happening on Sunday if her story ever gets to it because she drops a lot of stories on her Instagram. Uh, so uh, with that, if you haven't checked it out, uh, she will be ho hosting it at MLH Boutique off Big Bethel in the 757 area from 2.30 to 6 p.m. Sunday, January 30th. Uh, food and cosmetics, excuse me, food and drinks will be provided. I can't believe I said cosmetics. <laughs> She's She owns a cosmetic company, so that's probably why, but still. Food and drinks will be supplied. Uh, all vendors who wish to participate, there is a $65 fee. Uh, definitely come check her out. Uh, come thrive with young black professionals. Uh, get a chance to uh, experience a brunch hosted by go-getting black women. And yeah, that's really all that I can say. If you want to check her out, definitely um, be sure that you go to www.nudesbycream.com um, and that's cream spelled C-R-E-M-E -E, uh, if you want to check out her products. Also, if you are interested, definitely follow her on Instagram at uh, Naima underscore Iman. That's N-A-E-E-M-A -E -E underscore I-M-A-N. So with that out of the way, uh, so I didn't know if anybody had saw, um, but we were... Uh, talking about this on, on Twitter, of course, we were uh, discussing the fact that uh, young Dolph's murderers were apprehended, arrested, and are, you know, of course, being being held now and detained. Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about this real quick is just because obviously uh, it, it might have been a different time at Hampton. I don't know if uh, young Dolph was as popular when um, we were in school. I think it was like almost immediately after we, or at least immediately after my uh, undergrad that Dolph started to like really pick up around HU. But um, Dolph in itself has been like a, a, a part of that, that Hampton culture. And so I thought it would, you know, for us, it would be best that we talk about it just a little bit because uh, a lot of us were discussing, you know, if they found his killers, 
what would happen because we were wondering like are uh, is the is the fans gonna find them first or is the ops gonna find them first and surely enough the fans were able to locate them and find them but i i just wanted to at least discuss that portion of what um what everybody thought about that entire situation um first and foremost man i know they're like you said like the impact may not hit the same but ultimately to me it remind the most recent the next thing that reminds me of was the whole situation with um, Crenshaw. Um, Nipsey Hussle. Um, Nipsey Hussle. Yes, thank you. I don't know why that name escaped me. I was thinking about it before. But it's just one of those things where it's just like you got these young cats, relatively speaking. I'm saying young, like they're not either our age or a little bit older. Mm-hmm. But young in a relative sense in the rap game or as just human beings, period. And for their lives to be taken so immediately. And it's just like. Like, for what? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, he initially was just out just minding his own business, going to get donuts, right? If I'm um, wrong. If you talk about Dolph, he was getting cookies. He was yeah, getting cookies. I'm sorry, cookies. Some some type of treat. I mean, I myself am, am, am a connoisseur of treats myself. So, I mean, I understand that. Like, I roll down to the nice Krispy Kreme, give me a nice uh, 12 dozen glaze of, of originals. But, I mean, cool. Nobody judging. But, honestly, man, it's just, it's just crazy because, you know, for us, like, before a lot of their social media is like that word of mouth travel faster than any, any car, any plane, any bullet, anything. And I am genuinely surprised because a lot of times if we tell black Twitter to go find something, they will have the receipts. It is like a black woman with the plan. You are not going to stop them. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. But, but it, but it's like, dog, why? Like, like, why do this, man? Like, what has to go through your mind that tells you that this is okay and to think you're actually going to get away with it? Like, you, you you act without thought, which is insanity to me. Mm-hmm. That's what um, I'm saying. For me, I'm looking at it like Dolph was in his hometown getting chocolate chip cookies. And he got murdered by a 23-year-old. What goes through your mind at 23 to say this megastar, well, this, this, this hood classic star, I should say, or someone that's really up and coming, I'm gonna take his life today. And I'm gonna take his life in one of the favorite and one of the places that we know he frequents. And he's even shouting them out. Like he's, I'm not gonna say the man had a perfect track record, but he at least was uplifted the community in ways that other people didn't see. And so I agree with Brother X. I'm surprised that Black Twitter didn't find him before the feds did. But I think he's happy Black Twitter didn't find him before the feds did. Because well, you would you would have found what remained of him, but not him. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. My man was going to get sent to the upper room if, if, if Black Twitter found him. Oh, or, absolutely. <laughs> or, better, or better yet, shout out to Chisel Adonis. He's going to be sent to the Shadow Realm expeditiously. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm glad we got another Chisel Adonis fan in the building. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, no, that, no, that, no, no. That. We are patrons. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. This page. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely about to become a uh, Patreon subscriber to him because I've been listening to him since I first saw one of his videos on Facebook years back. I'm like, yo, this dude is hilarious. So, yeah, I'm... I'm Definitely he- glad to hear that. But um, back to the subject. Um, as you said, uh, yeah, uh, uh, it, it, he's probably okay. Both of them are probably, you know, 
can breathe easy because, they, as you said, the feds found them first and, and not the remnants of Black Twitter or any of the other house because if they had found them first, he definitely was getting sent to the upper room or to the lower room, depending on, you know, what, what his thought process is. Uh, I ain't going to get into all of that. But still, um, just at, at that age, to, to say that you're going to, you know, take this man's life in broad daylight um, to a Black owned establishment that he frequents and, and you know gives his support to is is kind of wild and granted yes as we say we know that Dolph does not have the, the didn't have the, the best track record but at the same time the man did so much for the community of Memphis whether it was volunteering for his school or coming to perform for his uh, old high school or uh, just supporting them in other ways or helping pass out turkeys at Thanksgiving and Christmas like the man was literally invested in the memphis community and just to see that taken away from him for who knows what reason is is idiotic and just crazy to think about um and i guess from the twitter rumors and whatnot this same dude i guess was in his circle or at least a part of his circle i don't know or i don't know if he was a, a an ops that it happened to infiltrate i don't know but still it's just really crazy to see that this man decided, hey, I'm going to take his life in broad daylight and ain't nobody about to find out, you know, what's about to happen. And I'm about to get paid to do this. Never mind that, you know, moments after the murder, they didn't already got the serial number on the car. Not to mention, like, there's cameras all over the place. Like some people really don't think before they act. And I and I and as y'all said, man, I, I don't know what to really think of it other than, you know, thankfully they found this man and of, of course he's going to stand trial for it but to to take someone who is as beloved as Dolph away they, they're lucky that they were able to turn themselves in that's all I can say about that I, I I agree I just like you like the main thing that you take away from this is what we've been taught from like younger age think 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 before you even try to act on it because again if you think through it if something doesn't go right at least you thought it and it didn't happen in real life whereas this man did that Dolph cannot come back he can't be you know just to take I, I'm not as big of an anime head as you guys but I have a little bit of something he can't be like Goku and wait, wait for the seven dragon balls get wished back and then run back through snake way no he's gone like he's not coming back so that's something that you want to live with for a you young. It'd be different if you know. I'm not. I'm not excusing it, but it'd be different if you were seventy. Be like, oh, I'm on my way out anyway. But dude, you're 23. Like, you had a whole lot of life, and now you you probably gonna get life for this. And yeah, was it worth it? He ain't seen last that long. Not seen the light of day again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Nah, it, it it's just it's just really unfortunate because it's just like. We as a black community, to take it to a, a larger realm, is that we as a community, we don't get to, we don't live, we live past the life of our heroes or our figures or our idols or people that we look to. In a lot of cases, they're either taken really young or they're taken before they're able to see their prime. Um, it's a little different circumstances, but for me, the one that the death of someone in our in our African American community that hit me the hardest, you can probably see it for those weren't watching video is that I Chadwick Bozeman that hit mm -hmm. different and it's so hard because it's like you start thinking it's like damn you really realize how short of a life a person has because 
in the grand scheme of things, I'm 31. I have literally lived long enough for the earth to rotate around the sun only 31 times. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like for that for, to take someone's life away because you don't know what could have happened. Young Dolph could have gone on to be the most well-known rapper of all time, had influence on music that would have had life, life years or generations of impact. But we'll never know because he's gone. And you have to live with that. You, Young Dolph has children, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So you took a child's father away, giving that child trauma that they will be either have repressed. And if they're not blessed to be able to have um, the um, therapy and all the coaching, everything, the life skills that, oh my goodness, could she could have actually learned from her father if she had him, that you chose to do to dictate how much of an impact that's going to have on other people. So I'm glad they caught him, but it, it just sucks to see. And, and just to finish off, just like you said, the death that hit you the hardest was Chadwick. As a basketball fan, Kobe was mine because I was ready to see this man go to the Hall of Fame. I was ready to see, like, I, I, to this day, it still doesn't feel real sometimes. I'm like, I, I should be looking up on YouTube his Hall of Fame speech. I can't find, oh, right, he's not here. So for those fans who follow Young Dolph, like, even like we said, I mean, granted, he wasn't, I remember his music just started coming out when I was a senior. So I was a little bit removed by the time it really started hitting, but I heard his name go through the waves. I knew he was making tracks. And so just the, the, the same way with Nipsey, what their futures could have been and how they're upbringing their communities. And now it's being snatched for what petty stuff. It's not, it's not cool. Yeah, man. And it's sad uh, that in the hip hop realm, man, a lot of our heroes don't really have longevity. And that's, and that's crazy because a lot of, a lot of folk in those situations don't make it to C25. The ones that do C25 don't see 30. The ones who see 30 don't see 40. And then the ones who see 40 don't see 65 and up. It's just mm-hmm. so crazy. And sometimes it may not even be because of, uh, of banging. It just could be because of health reasons. If we look at um, Biz Marquis, man, Biz Marquis didn't make it to 60 because of health issues. Um, you've got, as we've said, Nipsey got killed at 33. Dolph got killed at 36. It's just it's unfathomable that we live in this kind of uh, time period where some of our music heroes don't really get to see longevity and don't really get to live to be old men. Um, DMX gone at 50. Uh, it's, it's just astonishing. But um, with with that in mind, as y'all say, like those deaths, all of each of those deaths that y'all told me about that y'all just said actually hit me in different ways. Like Kobe, you know, I was, I'll be the first to admit, I was a big Kobe hater, not because I hated his game. I just, I, and he was one of those people. I'm just like, dang it, man, you know what? He is so great, but man, I can't stand him. I was one of those. I was, I was definitely one of those people. I was like, yo, Kobe is great, but boy, I can't, I cannot stand him. But then as a player anyway, now as a person, all the stuff that he was doing outside of that, especially after he retired and the things that he was doing for his daughter's team, man, I love that. I was like, yo, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a new fan of Kobe. And then that happened. And it's just, it is so heart wrenching. And then me being an actor myself, when, when Chadwick died, obviously for those who don't know, I did a special episode, uh, a bonus episode in season one about Chadwick Boseman's passing. I cried. I literally broke down into tears like I knew this dude, knowing good and well that I, I did not know Chadwick, but still it, it hurts. Um, so 
Yeah, man. And, and that's something that we just have to continue to be cognizant of while we are black men in this community is just making sure that we are aware of our surroundings, but also aware of our, our physical and mental health as well. So I will always try to uplift us and making sure that we know what the next steps are as far as our health is concerned to be sure that we are protecting ourselves and to make sure that we can live long lives. So that way our, you know, our children, if we have children can see us grow old and so that way we can pass these lessons on to them. So that way when they're adults, they know what to do for their generation and generations to come. So yeah, it's, it's a really sad situation with this Dolph situation, but I'm glad that at least we know that justice will be served um, at least in this case. Uh, so speaking of black men, I, I we got to get to at least the main topic of mm-hmm. today. Uh, and something that I've noticed is, of course, the now uh, I will say that the tide has been turned against black men who do podcasts. And I'm not saying that in a disparaging way. I'm saying that because there are too many black men out there who have decided to have podcasts and have decided to continue the misogynistic and toxic masculinity um, trends that we have had in our community. And it seems that it's always aimed at black women. And that's a part of the reason why black women have kind of turned against us on Twitter. Um, I've seen too many tweets that said, you know, black men should go to therapy. Instead, they've gotten a podcast. Black men need to be stopped on on their podcast journeys. Um, And far be it for me to stop anybody who wants to content create. If you want to create your podcast, by all means do that, but make sure that that is productive and that you're not disparaging anybody on it. You're the fresh and fit is a perfect example of this because you got two of these gentlemen out here who are saying disparaging comments against black women just for a quick buck and a hot take so that way they can get um, whatever clout that they were seeking. And that I feel as though I'm hoping that it doesn't become a a main problem within our community. But I am starting to see cracks in this foundation on Twitter because, you know, your podcast will be successful by the word of a black woman, whether it is a good word or a bad word. And I'm just hoping that those who continue to attack black women will will not get to receive the success that they're craving for. But it I'm hoping that the blowback doesn't come off against, you know, podcasters like ourselves who will you know talk you know crazy stories or talk about certain subjects but at the end of the day we'll always continue to uplift our community and i'm hoping that blowback doesn't come back on us because we're out here doing the lord's work but then you got bozos out there who are you know doing the that, that devil work and, and continuing to uh put a, a podcast like us in a bad light so any comments on that um as someone who as like myself and Mrs. Smith are both podcast junkies and we just kind of listen to it. Like there's a lot of stuff that we kind of do deep dive on is just like, what is like the source or the beginning of it? Cause it's like, I think we talked about it a little bit before the show um, is that um, we just like, why are like certain things being done? I'm like you, your affinity to want to be famous or to you think because you've seen it un- unfortunately in a lot of success models that, in order for you to be successful, you believe that you have to sacrifice a vital part of who you are or the foundation of every black man. Because in my mind, in every good and the best situation possible, every black man has a foundation from a black woman. We came from a black woman Mm -hmm. and we have that foundation. So it is vital to who we are and they are our first teachers. 
in a lot of cases, our fathers are our first example of how to be a man in some cases, but our first teacher on how to understand the world and who we spend the most time with is a black woman. So for you to say that and to degrade them for whatever reason, whether it is personal experience, which again, if you're going to do that, acknowledge it as that, but you don't have to do it in a derogatory term. I can say I don't like blue cheese. That don't mean that I got to trash it. I choose to because it's funny, but that's beside <laughs> the point. But it, it it's ultimately, it's like you have to understand is like there are podcasts that are, have over a million plays, a million subscribers, all these things, and you don't have to do that. It's almost like, to take it to a, quickly to another realm, it's like, it's almost like you see like um, some African-American people or people of color who will literally put down another person or group of color in order to get have what's called the affinity or the um, closeness to whiteness in a sense. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it's like, oh, you as an upcoming podcast are trying to put down black women in this in this situation in order to make you akin to what you think is success, which ultimately it says more about you not having your own individuality because the best thing about any podcast is not the numbers or anything else, or it's like the cool concept. It is how genuine your conversations are to who you are. The reason why I enjoy doing this podcast is not because I get to shoot the shit with my friends, but it's we have genuine conversations and the places that they can go have nothing to do about all oh, black women are this or all oh, black men are that. We may have discussions, but we always talk about one of the phrases we use all the time is two things can be right at the same time. And it is OK to educate yourself and to be able to grow when you have new information. But to make generalizations, we talked about um, an episode that's coming out is like if you say something, especially on the Internet or social media, that is there forever. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Sandlot. Like you gotta understand, like it's gonna be there. So you just gotta recognize if you're gonna say that, be able to stand behind because nine times out of ten, if you're doing it for cloud or trying to be like someone else, those people who do that, they're gonna stand behind it a lot stronger than you are because that's who they genuinely are, and not just for cloud. But that's just me. So for me, I'm gonna put it out there. Black women make the world go round. Yep. Black women make yes. the elections finish. Yep. Black women are, are going to be the one that when you don't think you can do it, they will drag your ass to the finish line and say, I already know you can do it before I even got with you. Come on, let's go. And you can't say nothing because you're like, all right. So for you to say, I black women is not my thing. I'm not a night rider. First of all, what the hell does that even mean? Mm. If you're saying night rider from a colorist standpoint, what the hell is wrong with you? Like Are you talking like you from the 1800s? I, I mean, I'm just saying. Like you got a bag of hooch in the back. What you doing? So, and then, so again, like you, like, you know, you got to also think about it from both your own personal issues as in, maybe this is therapy coming out of me now, your own personal issues, as well as from a marketing standpoint, for your own personal issues, what did you deal with in your life to where you have this hatred? Because I'm going to call it, you really sound like you got hatred of black women. And then secondly, Remember who your listening audience is. You are not, based on your color, you are not those type of people that's the Tucker Carlson's and got the Fox 5 News crowd. Your crowd is usually those people of color. If I may quote Jay-Z, light nigga, dark nigga, phone nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, field nigga, still nigga. 
you're still that. So like, you make it make sense, right? right. So at at the, at the end of the day, you like you just said, you're doing this for a hot take. But when that money runs out, that soundbite is going to be on the internet forever. Word to Cardi B. What you gonna do? You can't you can't be like these people. This is like, oh well, you know, back then I had a strong mindset and I'm looking at the air in my ways. That ain't gonna change that. You don't get that, you don't get that opportunity. So just as we said it with the young Dolph, think, think again, think a third time before you actually act on what you say. Or not, or or it's crazy, you don't have to say it. Yep. Like there, there's no one putting a gun to your head. You could be quiet. Dog. The most of the time where I learn the most and where I shut the hell up and uh, create space for other people to speak. One of the best episodes we had on our podcast, one of the ones I enjoyed, where we had all women, black women, talk about their experience of being black women and allowing them to have the space to talk. And if you are so jaded in your thinking, it makes me really question whether or not you are actually having these conversations with black women, because I make a rule of thumb with a lot of stuff that I say on the podcast. If I want to say this content, in front of the people who is my audience or my core audience, then am I being really authentic in what I'm talking about? Or am I just putting on a show because I'm trying to be like um, Everyday Struggle or, or whatever other podcast? Like, I have to be authentic to who I am because at the end of the day, I have to attest and own up to it because if a black woman comes up to you and pulls your card, what you gonna say? Oh, that's just entertainment. All right, she gonna entertain you while she dragging you across the street on social media. Well, hey, yo, that is an excellent point. Uh, not everything requires a hot take. Not everything requires you to speak on it. And that might be that might be why we named this episode knowing when to shut the hell up part two, because uh, literally that's the, the last episode that we had. So this this might be the second part of that. Just like sometimes you got to know when to be quiet. And as y'all have pointed out, I kind of do the same thing. I, I genuinely think about, you know, my audience and am I being authentic? Should I say this? What is really going to matter? And I'm not just doing this just for likes or listens or anything like that. I'm doing this because I genuinely want to have these conversations with people in my community and how we can, again, navigate this chaotic culture that we that we find ourselves in, regardless if it's from a music standpoint, regardless if it's just from a lifestyle standpoint. But it seems that you still have jokers out there who are willing to say any and everything just for a quick like or a quick retweet or a quick share, something that will capture the eyes of millions and millions of people, regardless of if it is uh, something that is good or if it is negative. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be negative. So uh, I'm hoping that, you know, we as podcasters will continue to be wise and avoiding those kinds of things and avoiding those kinds of uh, trends like i ain't doing this you know to follow a trend and whatnot i want to genuinely grow my product so that way we can have these conversations about what our next steps are to be to thrive in this community i ain't trying to sit here and disparage nobody about their relationship status or about you know what interest that they like and what interest that i like and dislike and i ain't about to sit here and try to attack no black woman. Uh, that's just me. I'm, I might, you know, if, I, if I'm friendly with you and we are on that level, I might joke with you, but I ain't going to never disrespect you. So there's that. Uh, with that, I, I do have to ask, do you think 
uh, or in your experience, do you think that a lot of black podcasts are, you know, have trended more towards talking about relationships? And do you think they could find better things to talk about? Like, do you think that there is a growing trend of black uh, podcasts that are like, oh, we're going to sit here and just talk about, you know, our relationships and relationship status and how black men should do this or how black women should act like that? Do you think that there's a growing trend in that direction that that needs to stop or um, what, what say you? Um, it's funny that you say that because obviously I, I've kind of shared already on the episode that this podcast that I do, I do it with my fiance. And one of the things that when I was in his infant stages before I even ever created an episode, I told her and then I told uh, Mr. Smith when he came on, I'm like, I never wanted this, my passion project to ever be, become another couple's podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about relationships and we try to become the Derek Jackson's of the world or whatever his name is. You um, got it right. Yeah. No, <laughs> as, as we like to talk about it on our uh, on our show, call him the relationship hotel. You can he use really, it. He really was fitting, very fitting. And, 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 and in my mind, I'm just like I I think it's in a sense it's low hanging fruit because as we are the generation of podcasters, um, millennials, and uh, is it Gen Z? I, I don't. I I try not to use the terminology. You have it right, but, Gen Z. Um, ultimately, I think is that we're in a space where we're trying to still develop and figure out who we are. We're not children or youth anymore, where we're just trying to figure out the world, find our interests or likes. And we're not in like our 40s or 50s where we've kind of figured out our career. We know who we are. We've either started a family, if that's something you choose to do, or found our life partner, whatever the case that may be, or you know what your purpose in life is in order to leave this earth in a better place, hopefully. So what happens is for us, one of the things if it's not about uh, pop culture or entertainment, it's not about music, it's not about fitness, what else is important to us at this age is our relationships because we've been conditioned as children as we were raised that, oh, you're going to go to school, you're going to get a degree, you're going to get a degree because you want to find a, uh, a partner, you want to be able to get married and have children. And this whole fantasy, and we talk about it sometimes, like we love the 90s sitcoms. But in a way, it almost gave us a false narrative of what life in our 30s was at. The prime example, Insecure. It didn't truly hit me that a lot of what was going on in the show was the time between they were 20, not like the late 20s, early 30s. And for them, they're still, you see, they were even on big time, big love. You had Molly um, in that law firm. But one of the biggest challenges that she had in her life was figuring out how to have a healthy relationship. So for people who see that, that's where the focus may go. Whereas if we expand the table and, and broaden our horizons, I'm like, no, there's more to us in just relationships. So I think to tie everything back in, it's just like, I think it just really has to do with it's, it's easy because you could talk about, it's, it's like the last person. Like I can get clicks saying women, black women ain't shit for X, Y, and Z. Although I don't believe that, I know it's going to get clicks because that's how social media works. And if I do that, I'm no better than the Fresh and Fit podcast. Well, nah, um, that's real. <laughs> for me, uh, so like on one piece, I do feel like they're starting to become or they're starting podcasts can slowly go towards that realm where they're shaming black women because they're saying, oh, well, this person's doing it and they're getting all these clicks and these views, and these likes, and they're getting these endorsements or whatever. Let me do the same thing so I can get some money. But you two, as hosts, said it best. You don't do it for the likes. 
You don't do it for the retweets. You don't, I mean, if you if you could just have the same list as you've had all the time, you'd be fine. But you want to have these conversations as far as how to uplift your community and uplift who you are. And so with that, that kind of brings into the mindset of those that listen to it. So if you and I, and I want to make sure that I don't, you know, talk down on anybody or any listeners like that. But for those that that might subscribe to the Fresh and Fit podcast. You kind of know what you're getting. You kind of know that there's going to be some back talk on on black women of any shape or size, you know, whatever. And and majority of it is BS. Just call it what it is. The exact same way I kind of look at love and hip hop. We all know it's BS. When, every time you watch love and hip hop, what do they always be saying? I'm in a studio. I'm making music. I'm going to be on my grind. This will be my year. Name, name five video hits they had in the last year. If they in the studio that much. If they crank it out as much as they should be, there should be at least three radio hits in the year. You hear J. Cole get one. He got four before his album even drops out. So, you know, it's, it's no all feature. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Come, stand down, Stan. I was gonna say, you, I, I, listeners, I'm sorry. I'm no Carolina born and bred. I am a J. Cole stan. I will not appreciate any J. Cole slander in front of me. If you say behind my back, I can't do nothing. But I'm sorry. I digress. I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. I uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anywho. Um, but no, so like, you know, with that, it goes to the mindset of like, if that's what you're looking for, you're going to find it, right? But that's such a, a, a narrow and minimalistic mindset to where it's like, oh, I'm a bashless person. You don't know that Black women are more doctors, lawyers, high five, Fortune 500 company business women. Like, I'm sure within the next... 15, 20 years, that schematic of white people and black women is going to flip. And then it's going to be what you're going to say now, right? So to finish off, I just, I don't understand why, because unless someone did something specifically to you, okay, you might be able to get away with that. Or like or like the host said, if you know y'all close to the point where y'all can like joke on each other, cool. But you talking about Oh, I, 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 I'm not a night rider, or I don't, I'm not in the black room like that. Why do you have to? That's the main thing. Why do you have to talk down to them in order to make your point across? You can make your point without you having to say that. You could have just been like, "Hey, you know, I'm not really in the black room." That's it. You don't have to say anything else. Now I'm gonna call you an idiot because black women are the most majestic people in the world. But say that. Oh. I'm just oh. saying. I, I, listen, listen. Last thing. Look at um. Regina, is it Hall? Yeah. Look at Regina Hall at 50. And she looked like she's 35. Look at Melissa Ford. She looked like she's in her 20s. Now look at the Olsen twins. They're in their 30s and they look like they're 60. That's all I got to say. They feel like apricots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call what it is. They built like hey. they back the back of their hand. I'm done. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of which, um, I had heard that uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet have um, have divorced. So uh, Lisa Bonet, I know that she's in her. She should be co- approaching sixty now, almost. But still, still, still. I, I, I'm just throwing it out I, there. I, I, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I and, will stand in line. My and, and listeners, if you wonder what my fiance may say, she knows what I feel about her. We have plenty of conversations about this. So and, that's and, and look and. I, I'm just to show my love and appreciation. If for whatever reason Lisa Bonet is not available, if Zoe Kravitz, her daughter, 
I'm just saying that is still one of my uh one of my crushes as well. Just saying, I love them both. That's all I'm. I'm that's all I'm saying. That's and, all I'm saying. And, and to that point, listen, Nia, Nia Long, listen. If you want somebody out there from Hampton, I am here. I will make sure you ain't got to. I'll rub your feet, girl. Just let me. All right, let me stop. I'm going to be separate around this. I'm going to throw some gunshots on this. There's going to be a lot of gunshots but, but in but here. But the Lord said, you must speak what you desire, your, what your heart's desires are. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. But, uh, see, I was about to say, hey, 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 the preacher, man. I'm, 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 because you ask not. And Lord, we come before you right now on, part of, on behalf of this podcast, asking that we get the desires of our heart as long as we are true to your word. Do, can I get an amen? Amen. amen. <laughs> All right. Getting back to our regular schedule program. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, in any case, uh, I will say for the general audience, of course, if you're looking for relationship podcasts, I mean, if that is what you are uh, akin to, if that is something that you are willing to listen to, um, then by all means, just be sure that you find the right podcast for you that will not degrade the other sex um, at any point in time. You know, people can have preferences, but you don't have to find something that is going to slander another sex or another race. Uh, in my opinion, and I said this on the last episode, in my honest opinion, if you're going to find a relationship podcast, make sure it is from somebody who is a trained professional in that field. Um, if not, I mean, that's perfectly fine because still the conversations about relationships still do need to be had within the black community. But as as we have talked about just previously, it is such a uh, it has been ingrained in our system and it has been ingrained in our lifestyles to always always talk about these kinds of conversations especially when you get into a, a closeness circle and of course you find out certain things that certain people are doing and so on and so forth and and it just creates an, a toxic environment so because of that I, I highly suggest if you are looking for a relationship podcast you know make sure that you are doing your research and finding some of the right ones I will say a positive black male relationship podcast that you can listen to is let's talk bruh um if you haven't heard about it definitely check it out it is from another hamptonian my boy jeremy um definitely check him out on all streaming platforms um those are and that is what i call the perfect example of healthy black men talking about building healthy relationships that is something that i believe is a great podcast to get into if you have not gotten into it so with that in mind, I also think that there are a lot of black creators out there who will continue to create for their own, you know, whatever they are akin to. And I also think that we we need that we as a community should get into more uh, podcasts that are not focused just on black relationships. You know, they could be focused on whether it's anime, because as, as y'all know, who for those who listen, I always will sing the praises of three anime podcasts that I'm a Patreon subscriber to, as well as some others that I also pull up on. Um, I also think that some people should get into, you know, some comic books, some video game anime, um, not anime, excuse me, some video game podcasts. Um, I also think maybe some sports podcasts. I know that, you know, sports is common in the black community, but definitely get into those. Um, th there are many things out there for you to enjoy without having to necessarily go into the same black tropes that we deal with every single time. So just for my audience, just bear that in mind. That is my opinion. You know, I'm not a professional. 
at, at any point in time. And yes, there will be episodes where we talk about relationships, but it's not going to be in the literal sense. You know, we'll have those conversations. We ain't going to have them often either, um, because unfortunately, having healthy black relationships is a part of this chaotic culture. That being said, there are plenty of other things that we can get into. Uh, and one thing that I want to continue to highlight is, you know, black professionals, black creatives and just about anything else black. So that's all I got to say on that. Um, any other comments? Um, real quick, I just want to shout out since we're on the, the subject of um, black podcasting. One for my animated nerds, there's a podcast called Animation. That's uh, anime, S-H-U-N. I heard they talk about, about podcast. Yeah, they talk about all anime shows, really dope conversations, hilarious. It's by um it's one of the it's hosted by Keenan Baker, um, one of the, one of the, one of the funniest dudes that I've watched on like internet comedy. Um, you got another one in Coolest Nerd Ever, um, Unfiltered the Podcast. You have um you have for colored nerds, for um you have the nod, you have you have me at black and Another one that I love that I think that kind of it has to do with um, is Jesus and Joloff, which is another phenomenal one that they had a lot. Of, I think it's ended, but it has a lot of great episodes. But um, definitely check that out and just kind of just tap into it because I know that we grow not only by word of mouth, but also by social media. But it takes nothing. If you ever want to help, I know people say it all the time, if you ever want to help grow a podcast, one of the biggest things I always tell people is share it with somebody who isn't within your circle of friends or share it with other people. If I ask 10 friends to share it with five other people, look at the numbers. I'm not a mathematician. I'm, I, I, I'm a teacher. That's, we're not going to go into what teacher, but I'm a teacher. But all the same, but just, you, it's just share and understand that when you find something genuine that speaks to your spirit, I, I, I liken it to, um, for those who are church folk, um, I liken it to finding a church home where you feel like you are being fed, whether it is spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, what is it that you need in that time to help grow you to get you to that next level, who you want to be? Seek that out. If you want to know, ask questions. Um, I know people all the time talk about, yo, I need something to watch on Netflix or yo, I need a new show to binge. Start asking the question of like, yo, I need some podcasts that are about X, Y, and Z that are um, black, that are black inspired or black content creators, because you'd be surprised. There is so many, like the person that I look to who inspired me to do a podcast um, is a gentleman by the name of Greg E. Hill. Um, he is the podcaster on the Minority Trailblazer podcast. He is phenomenal. Like he is where I want to be with my podcasting, if I am blessed to be able to take it that far. So really just tap into that. We love it. It is genuine content. Most of us are doing it because we love what we're talking about and discussing. It's not to get a check, although um, we are looking for donations, donations yes. and sponsors um, to help these things grow, man, because it's not easy, man, because just like y'all, we got to work. We got to eat. We got. <laughs> I got a whole fiance I got to feed. That's the whole yeah. thing. So just, just really tap into that, man. I know I can be a little long-winded, but it is what it is. Hey, I'm a podcaster. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Mr. Smith, you got any more comments, sir? Um, number one, Brother X, 
You a fool. That's all I gotta say. You a dagger. Hey, I mean, I mean 100%. Nah, and then uh secondly, like you guys said, just I think it's just good to go into podcasts or anything, any of the media that you uh, consume, whether it's TV, whether it's books, whether it's you know, podcasts or audio or whatever. We all are gonna have our moments where we can be a little ratchet. And rightfully so. Got to be able to, you know, express it some way. Might throw a little Meg in there. Might throw a little, you know, Cardi. But at the same time, you also want to get stuff in that's going to expand your mind and may help you grow. Because the main thing that Insecure kind of taught us was growth. So, you know, like me and Brother X will listen to podcasts that kind of push our mind towards things that we might not have been taught growing up. You know, stocks and dividends and portfolios. And then, you know, oh, how do people think in this way? And how can you expand? Like, that type of stuff to where you can grow in a better scene. Now, I would say to continue to push towards that. And by doing that, you not only will look at this incident with fresh and fit and be like, oh, that's crazy. But you'll actually be able to have an actual uh, constructive dialogue on what's best to move forward in our culture. Hey, I appreciate you guys coming through and, and speaking facts. Uh, with that, uh, of course, we just definitely shouted out uh, a couple of other podcasts here. But are there any other black businesses or black podcasts that you guys want to highlight before we sign off? Uh, There's a lot, man, because like, no. you, man, we 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 have a, we, we run a list of different um, podcasts and um, black business highlights that we do. I do want to shout out if you haven't already heard about it. Um, this brother by the name of Covert Artist. Um, he's a Hampton. I want to. I don't know if he's graduated yet because I couldn't tell from his social media or not. But um, he just along with uh, two other HBCU students just got the HBC just won were finalists for the HBCU um, uh, challenge spring challenge for Target, where they actually along they actually have three different designs. And on the episode for us that's about to come out, we kind of highlighted that he created this phenomenal um, dope hoodie that um, has We Rise on there. And like just to see the creativity and the generation that's coming behind us, like the things that we we couldn't, I promise you, I couldn't imagine where social media and the savviness of how to utilize that and creating your own personal brand was, how it is now versus when we came into it. If I knew half of what they are able to pick up in high school, let alone while they're in college, things could have been a lot differently. I'm blessed that I'm where I'm at now, but God bless the next generation because they are a generation that is fully integrated into technology and into social media. Like mm. that's all that they've known for a lot, for their entire life in a lot of cases. So shout out to him. Um, I have to see your list, man. I got so many. I could be here all day. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do uh, one one podcast and then one black business. So the podcast uh, is one that me and Brother X have. Well, we watched these boys since what 2010, 2011, yes. something like that. And the then he's in the game. Yeah, and then you know they have a podcast. They're called the Comedy Trap House, and they are based off of um, the group Dormtainment who used to do skits every Sunday at 7 p.m. Used to love doing Tamer, man. Oh, yeah. So, like, we listened to them, so I definitely shot them out. And then for the Black business, uh, I wanted to shout out two ladies that both myself and Brother X know very well. 
uh, Sabrina and Alexis, they are owners of Social Escapade. And basically it's a travel group made by black women to travel around, you know, within a group setting so that you can have a party atmosphere, but at the same time, you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go to these different resorts and different places, it's almost like, where's Waldo when you're looking for black people? Like, oh, there's a black person. I'm going to migrate towards them, right? <laughs> but, but in this case, you're coming with over 100 people. And no matter what, you will find somebody that you're going to pretty much almost become best friends before the end of the trip. And you're going to come back with a story. Now, whether the story can be said to most people, whole nother conversation. But you're going to come back with a story at least, and you're going to have a good time. So shout them out. Um, they haven't released this year's trip yet, because this year is their 10-year anniversary. So uh, hopefully they'll release it soon. And then uh, support them, ladies, man. Like we said, Black women running the world. We're, we're, we're excellent, excellent. Um, so with that, there are um, a couple of podcasts, as always, that I got to highlight. Uh, first and foremost... A uh, shout out to the anime podcast that I am a subscriber to. That is uh, Worst Generation Podcast, Mike Check, Waifu, Waifu, and Blanime Podcast. Uh, definitely shout out to all of them. As always, y'all know that y'all have my love and support. A uh, shout out to the Analytical Podcast, which is hosted uh, every Tuesday night on Clubhouse and then recorded and streamed on uh, all social media. I uh, definitely shout out to them because I usually pop up every now and again, usually at the end, just to either give a quick hot take or just to you know promote them and whatnot. Um, definitely shout out to them. Uh, they have uh, supported me, so I definitely it's it's only fair that I support them back. Uh, so definitely, definitely shout out to them. Um, with that, let's see of the other black podcasts that I listen to, as always, uh, the session podcast with Jay and Trey. Um, definitely shout out to them, they are back in it, they are back to doing weekly podcasts. So, definitely shout out to them. Uh, we're we about to get a, a, a joint episode with them as well. Uh, inside the mind of a blurred, as always, shout out to uh, not well, 10 of y'all because I'm counting Skyler. Um, so shout out to y'all. Uh, a podcast that I don't really talk about a lot. Um, but definitely shout out is Earn Your Leisure. If you definitely haven't listened to Earn Your Leisure, definitely check them out. Um, as far as um, learning about your uh, the financial views, especially with black men and black women, um, definitely check them out if you haven't. A very informational podcast. Um, and it's also, of course, mixed with pop culture because they keep it interesting. So definitely shout out to Earn Your Leisure. Um, shout out to Let's Talk Bro as uh, definitely. Uh, Geek World Podcast, Anime Lately Podcast uh dad needs to talk definitely shout out to my boy uh i definitely appreciate it. I, I just lost my train of thought just like that but <laughs> definitely shout out to my boy rob aka father vash um i appreciate all the information that he has given me uh shout out to the culture marauders um and then shout out to the hilltop glove um especially for getting me hit the headliner uh and for everybody else you know um Oh, there's one more. Brutal, brutal Honesty with Kay Renee because that's my homie. I got to support her. Uh, so um, with that, I'm trying to think of uh, if there are any black business, other black businesses other than Cream Cosmetics that I need to highlight right now. But if I don't, of course, I, I might throw in an ad later. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, if there be um, nothing else on the top of everybody's mind, I think it is a, a good time to sign off. So before we do, uh, gentlemen, please be sure that you plug your podcast. Go ahead. All right, man. So again, we are the Truth and Transparency Podcast. We are two thirds of it here uh, this evening. 
Um, I mean, this morning, wherever you're listening to it, man, um, I go by the name of Brother X. Um, I'm Brother X25 on social media if you want to follow me. Um, all of our social media is the TNT Pod 123 on Twitter. I'm working on getting more active on that, but you know, I got a love hate relationship with Twitter. Um, the Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram. Um, you also have the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook. And um, if you ever want to have any suggestions, want to hear more information about us, you can always email us at truthandtransparencypod123 at gmail.com. Um, Mrs. Smith, am I missing anything? No, you pretty much hit everything. And of course, there's always your tagline. If our podcast doesn't get any bigger than what it already is, we are always forever grateful. And um, thank you to our phenomenal host. Um, it's been a long time coming. I'm feeling very blessed to be able to part of that and to be able to uplift another black man. And if we don't have to dribble a ball or rap on the mic to be able to do so. And it's just, it's good fellowship. It's good for the soul. And um, we just appreciate you. We definitely going to have you on our podcast, man. Um, um, listeners, you got to make sure you listen out for that, man. Cause I think, I think this is a, a, the beginning of something very beautiful, man. Cause we, we, we got, we, we going to grow this thing one way or another. We all we got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I definitely appreciate you guys coming through. Um, it's always wonderful to have riveting conversations, especially with uh, black men. Um, I definitely uh, appreciate y'all for coming in and, and of course getting the mood right. Um, and just for being a part of this podcast definitely means a lot to me. Um, we will definitely do this again, not only on this podcast, but on y'all platform as well. We have, a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss, and just a lot of good moments to share. So we will definitely be doing that uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, I, I Hopefully next time, you know, the culture scientists will be able to join us, at least on this platform. Um, I cannot wait to actually get a chance to uh, participate with her um, on you guys' platform. I, I'm, I'm ready for the shenanigans that will come. So um, You think you it's, are. It, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> You like, think like, you, you are. Got, like you got like you know the old durbs that you get at like the weddings like to hold you uh -huh. over to the mill. You've gotten bits and pieces. You ain't got the whole meal. Matter of fact, you got the mac you got the mac and cheese uh, uh recipe, but all you saw was the salt that was put in the salt bag. You ain't seen the rest of the best. Hey, hey, I'm looking forward to it. It, it, it can go left. It can go okay. left real quick. <laughs> Hey, I'm ready. I've already been on a couple of um podcasts that have uh, gone extremely left. Um, shout out to Animalytical because there were there were certain things that I had to like look back and be like, wait, what? Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's happened before. So at this point, I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm just ready to uh grow my age with the laughter that I'm about to experience. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, I like that. I like that too. Yeah. With, with that, guys. Um. Let me, let me go ahead and sign off. Be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Be sure that you follow us and like us on Facebook at Chaotic Culture Podcast. You can follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Chaotic Culture Pod and follow us on Twitter at Chaotic underscore Culture. Be sure that you subscribe to our Patreon account. Go to patreon.com forward slash chaotic culture pod and become a patron on any of the four levels. It does not matter which one, whether it's $2, $3, $5, $20, $10, $10. It does not matter. We still appreciate your support no matter what. Uh, you can follow me, Ked the Pro. That's K3D the Pro on all social media. You can follow my co-host, Law, 
on Instagram at L.JR underscore 96. And you can follow him on Twitter at Law 96 underscore. You can follow Miss Nasa at underscore call me Nasa on all social media as well. Uh, with that, I think that about wraps it up. I'm trying to see if I missed anything. Uh, as always, I, I usually like to house clean just to be sure I didn't forget nothing. Um, but I think I've covered everything. Um, definitely, definitely check us out. If you have not, uh, we appreciate it. And yeah, I guess that's all there is too. Cause I thought I was missing something, but I guess I wasn't. So, and if I remember it, then obviously I might add it in later. So with that being said, guys, thank you for joining us for another edition of the chaotic culture podcast until next time, folks, remember, be blessed, be safe. God is love. Deuces. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to add that in, too. <laughs> Look, it's chaos in these streets, so let's talk about it, please. Let's hold some conversation. You see where I'm coming from. Yes, it's so amazing. Go on here, get comfortable. You can grab a seat, take a load off your feet. Yeah, welcome to the table. We don't tell no lies over here. This ain't no fable. We just live our lives over here. We ain't no angels. We just shine our light over here. We got the power. Uh, we just showing love over here. Cause everybody needs some. Yeah. And we don't need a reason. Everybody needs some. Shout out. And we don't need a reason. Cause. Thank you.